I'm going to go ahead and start off with the prayer this morning. So Jesus, Heavenly Father, Lord, God, I love you, God, and I praise you, Lord. God, I thank you for the spirit in the house today, Father, Lord. God, and you're an awesome God, Lord. God, I'm going to just pray, Lord God, that you would help me in this message, Father, Lord. That I would speak only as you spoke to me, Father, Lord. God, give me more insight if I need it, Father, Lord Jesus, God. But use this word, Lord, Father, to aid, Lord, to to reach somebody, Lord, to help change lives, Father, Lord, because that's why we're here, Father, Lord. God, I love you and I praise you. Amen. All right, I was was sitting in the house. I I was watching TV. And this commercial come up, and it was a boat in a lake. It was being moving along, not too fast, not too slow. But what stuck out to me was the waves. And when I saw this, I mean, it hit me hard. I was like, Lord, what are you, what is this all about? Why, why is this? hit my spirit, you know, and I didn't understand it. And so I prayed about it. And then the Lord started giving me some stuff. I usually don't write much down, but I'm going to read what I wrote that the Lord showed me um, as I get through this. And uh, it's a little bit different kind of message for me, but um, I think the Lord's in it. So um, I saw a boat in a lake, and I looked at the waves. It was making, and they started at the bow of the boat and extended out about 30 foot on either side. Like I said, it made a big impact on me. And I was like, yeah, I love being out in the boat and uh, um, in the water and and seeing the waves and um, just knowing that there's something to them beautiful to me, always has been. I um, Like if I was going fishing sometimes, the waves to me was more fish because I always, if the wind was blowing hard and washing the water up on the shore, that was always a good place for me to fish because it, when it did, it brought nutrients and, and food back into the water and the fish would, would go there and I would catch more fish on days that it was windy washing the food in the water. Um, and then it hit me that the boat had to be moving to make waves and it needed a power source. Most boats have a motor. Some have oars or paddles. One time I had a boat, and I had a small boat, and I had a uh, trolling motor, 25-pound thrust. Uh, it moved that little trolling motor pretty good, and uh, um, and it was an, it was big enough to make some waves with that little trolling motor, but most of the time I just used a paddle to maneuver the boat. But it didn't matter what thing you use, it still has to have power, some source of power to move the boat. And without the boat moving, there's no waves. When the boat moves, there's waves. Now, sometimes it depends on the speed of the boat. The faster you move, the more waves. Okay? this I'm going somewhere with this. Um, it's going to take me a minute to get there. 
and there are all kinds of waves. There were um, sound waves, radio waves, microwaves, waves. I don't know. I can't do the queen wave, but the queen wave. There you go. Thank you. Uh, there's um, good waves and there's bad waves. There's all kinds of waves. And uh, I was like, well, what's a good wave? What's something I can use as an example for good waves? And the Lord took me to your, a job. You start your job, a new job. You start your new job, a good wave is you start a new job and you're eager to get there and learn how to do the job. Meet your new co-workers and make friends and be a team player. Now, that's a good wave. See, every wave, to me, has cause and effect. A bad wave would be just the opposite. The first day you have an argument with someone, you start complaining about your boss, about other employees, the the heat, the temperature in the room, um, and various things like that. That's not a good way to start off a job, is it? Right off the bat, you're making waves, see? You're making waves. That's not a good way to start something. The better wave is the good wave when you go in to the first explanation I had and be liked and try to make friends and be good and uh, just do your best to do your job. Those are positive waves, and we need more positive waves in our life. Sometimes we're just um, we're like the motor without no boat. We're not making any waves because we're not moving. We're not. We're stale. We're in a, in a lake that is dormant in our life. Um, sometimes we're just dormant in our spirit because we're not in something that's moving. We need some power in our life. It's kind of like spiritually. Individually, we're a boat. And we're powered by the Holy Spirit. Or as a church, the church is a boat. And we're powered by the Holy Spirit. See, we have to have power in our lives to cause a movement, to cause things to move. A church, we're not going to go anywhere. We're not going to grow unless we have movement. Unless we're causing wake waves in the lake. Waves that will worship on the shore and produce an outcome. I'm going to read Acts 2, first starting off with, um, I got the New King, or the King James. I grabbed it because I'm not used to grabbing a Bible. We're talking about power for the church. We have to ask ourselves, well, how, how much power do we have? How are we willing to have enough power in us? Are we excited enough? Are we close enough to Jesus to be propelled by the Holy Spirit? Because there is power in the Spirit. Acts 2, 1 through 8. This is so familiar. I was like, Lord, what'd you give me this for? Everybody knows this, you know, but he told me to, to read it. Um, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came the sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled a house where they were sitting and there appeared appeared unto them cloven tongues like as fire and they sat down upon each one of them 
and they all were filled with the Holy Ghost and the power, and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there, and there were dwelling at Jerusalem devout men out of every nation under heaven. Now when this was, this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in their own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are these not men which speak, Gali- speak Galileans? And how we hear every man in our own tongue wherein we were born. The power came down in that room. See, they had been in the upper room waiting for the, for the promise of God because God told them to go there. Jesus did and wait. Wait for the Holy Spirit. And they would be have the, receive the power. And we know that once they received the power, God had left them a message, the great commandment to go out two by two or whatever, to go out and uh, to heal the sick, the lame, to go out in countries. And um, I should have looked that verse up, but I didn't. Um, and then skip down to verse 13 through 21. Others mocking said these men are foot and full of wine. But Peter, standing up with the L11, lifted up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea and all of ye who dwell in Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken as ye suppose, seeing that it is but the third hour of the day. But this which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pull out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall see dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heaven and signs in the earth beneath blood and the fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon and the blood before that great and notable day of the Lord came. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Power, the power came down. We're all filled with spirit, indwelling of the spirit when we get saved. But what they received here was the power of the Holy Spirit, which enables us to do more and greater things in the Lord. When we have that power in us, you know, um, um, without that power, it's hard for us to push the boat, to maneuver the boat. And um, the more power we have, the stronger the boat is, the bigger waves it can push. I know we sang a couple of songs about uh, about the water and about the ocean. So you got little waves from that boat, and just think of the ocean waves, how the tide works, and and it pushes waves up on the shore and comes back, and it and it moves back and forth. It's totally always moving. The ocean is without it, it would it wouldn't it would die up, you know, and, the, and all the fishing, everything would die. But that movement is what keeps the ocean going and the tides going. See, we have to have movement and with the hope, with the power of the spirit in us. We have that movement. All we have to do is tap into it. It's, it's there for the taking. So there's lots of people probably listening to this. You had the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in your life, but you never received the power that it can have. 
You need, so we need to seek the power of the Spirit. We need the Holy Ghost. We need that in that second dose of the Holy Spirit in us in our lives to give us that power so that we can propel, propel our boats into the darkness. See, there's, there's darkness covering the land, and uh, if, we're, um, if we're not moving, we're not covering any ground. I was thinking of a tsunami. Um, def- one, one definition is a series of waves in a body of water caused by the displacement of a large volume of water, generally in an ocean or lake. They're usually caused by an earthquake or volcanic eruptions under the sea. I know I've seen on, you've probably seen on uh, some big tsunamis that's killed a lot of people, how big the waves are before they come in, and the, and the ocean sucks out the water, and the people look at the dry land, and they uh, um, they start walking out there and not knowing what's coming. They're like, what this, what's this going on? I can walk out here now and just see stuff I hadn't seen before, but but lying off in the distance of something powerful coming at them. See, that's a... That's what we have to be as a church. That's what we have to be as an individual church body. Even though the world doesn't see us coming, we have to be on the radar. We have to be moving towards the land. And see, a tsunami can, can hit land and it can, it can just go a long ways in, in land and it can, it can wash away all kinds of stuff that anything that's loose. A tsunami can come in the power of the Holy Spirit and, and we get saved and it washes away all the sin in our lives. See, a wave of the Spirit, a wave of salvation is, is, is a, and it's an awesome thing, and we all need that. People need to be saved, and, and we need to have the power to go in and, and wash away the darkness around them and pray for them uh, to receive salvation because um, the world, the time is coming where, where we won't be no more. Jesus is coming back soon, and we have to, be, we have to prepare the people. See, we're prepared if we got the holy, the high power of the Holy Ghost in us. But we have to prepare people. We have to tell them about Jesus, tell them about the sin in their life, and tell them about the about the um, coming of the Lord that's coming soon. It has to be something we need to keep on our minds. We need to keep stirred up. Um, it said that earthquakes come by uh, because tsunamis. Eddie, I think it was you last week was talking about the shaking. God's been shaking and shaking, shaking. What is an earthquake? An earthquake is a shaking, a powerful shaking, and it causes tsunamis, Eddie. See, I want to I want to be part of that tsunami that God brings up out of a church that washes into the darkness and takes back territory that the devil has stolen from us. I want to be part of that. I want to see that in my lifetime. I want to be part of the of a great revival that's going on that sees souls saved, that sees people filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. That changes the landscape. See, a tsunami, it changes the landscape after it hits and washes back out to sea. You look out there and you see buildings, houses, and everything gone, all the rubble, the debris on the ground. See, all of that is, that's, that's Satan stuff that, that's what he causes in our life. See, Satan causes debris. He causes our, us to collapse within ourselves because of the, the hurt and the pain and the sin in our lives. And, and we don't know what to do. And so we, we just collapse. But the Holy, the Holy Spirit coming in that tsunami, he can wash all of that away out of our ground. And all we see is clean, dry land that we can go in and, and establish the kingdom of God. That's what we got to do. We have to have the power. We have to have the power. And I want it. I mean, I, I, I got it when I was 12 years old. And, uh, 
And it's a, it's a wonderful thing in my life, and I don't know what I'd do without it. Eddie, I don't think I could be up here preaching like this if I didn't have the power in me. See, I, before I got that, I was, uh, when I started preaching, I was, uh, um, I was scared to death. I'd get up and I'd shake and I'd shake and I'd, I still spit and stumber, you know, see, see what I'm doing it right now. That's what I used to do all the time because I was, I was scared, but, but once I, once I got that indwelling, that, that power back in my life, now then I can't hardly hold it in. I just want to explode. I want to explode upon the scene and wash away the darkness. Look, this, this revival at Ashbury, you know, a while ago I said that, that we are the boat or the church is the boat. Well, it was just a few of the kids that stayed over after prayer meeting. And they reached out and they touched God. They're the boat there. And the power of God came down. God is the motor, the power that they needed. And they've received it, and God is doing wonderful things. And what has happened from that is he has basically caused a tsunami to flood. It's flooded all across the station, and it's popping up everywhere, the revivals, the things that's going on with the the kids to this day. I want to be part of that. We need to be part of that. We need to make a difference. See, they, they just were so hungry and seeking God so, so hard. They had to have him and his presence in their life. And he came down, Eddie. He came down, Pastor Chad. He came down and he filled the room and he filled them up with, with everything that they desired. And he's showing off to these kids and he's giving what their hearts desire. See, I, I always said that this generation was going to be Nothing to them. You know, they're gonna, what are we gonna do with this generation taking over? What's, what's America gonna do? We're gonna lose everything we got. But God is coming in and He's changed that. He's making, He's raising up a powerful people that will keep this nation afloat and it will keep prayer afloat and it will keep hope alive in the churches and in the lives of people. God is our hope. God is our, is our, is our lover. God is our power that we need. He is everything to every one of us. We just got to reach out. We got to seek Him with everything we got. We have to have the power. And if you don't have it, I want you to seek it. If you're listening to this on a podcast, seek the power of the Spirit. Seek God and, and tell him you want this anointing in your life, this power in your life, because a lot of people are so weak in the spirit and weak in the Lord because they have no power. Now, if you take out a little, uh, take out an engine, you got a little four cylinder in your car that put, puts along, you take that out and put in a, 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 a big block Chevy engine, man, you can, you got some power, you can get somewhere with that. You can get on down the road and you can take the gospel with you. It's like a, like a, a locomotive, a train to hold the power is. It's like a, like a train going down the track. Woo, 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 woo. It's got the power and it's taking, it's taking the gospel with it. It's taking Jesus with it. Don't you want to be on that train and looking out and seeing all the good things that the Lord is doing? Cause he's doing mighty things. He's doing mighty things now. We want to see it expand for it's, it's got spots all over the place. I want to see it jumping here and here and here to this college, this college. That's what God's doing. That's what he wants to do. I think it's a change coming. I think this has started to change. 
Well, I got way, way, way ahead of myself, but that's okay. I don't mind. Uh, whew. I think I'd have covered most of it, but, uh, Ryan, you can come up and get ready because, uh, I don't know if I'm going to be another three minutes or another 13 minutes. So if you want to, if you want to get going, you know, I, I can't, I cannot control this when it's, when it's in me. When the power's in me and you're moving in the spirit, you have no control. I don't want to try to control it. I want to go with it. I want to go with the power of the spirit and go wherever he takes me in my life and whatever he has for me to do. I want to affect souls. I want to win people to Jesus. That's what's what it's all about. Before the day is too late, before the time comes when he comes back and calls us home, we have to win people to Jesus. That's, that's all that ma- should matter to us. Is the basic thing is winging souls. Sometimes that's not, that's the second thing in our lives that we want to do as a Christian. Sometimes it's, it's down on the list. Um, sometimes uh, people just want to come in and just, uh, have a good time or they want to be excited. You know, they like excitement in their life, but excitement fades. Excitement can cause good waves to happen if it, if it's the excitement is, is with, within the what in the limits of the spirit, what the spirit wants to do in our lives. So, uh, um, you know, and I just, uh, I sat down three different times and trying to really trying to figure out how to, the verse or, or whatever, how to, how to end this, this message. And I kept doing it and I sat down and I couldn't come up with an ending. Then I couldn't come up with the ending the next time. Then last night it, I was like, well, I, I have to do it tonight because I got to preach it in the morning. And what come to me when I went to the kitchen sink to get something, I heard a voice in my head. I'm not, I'm not saying it was Jesus, but I think it was. He was telling me there is no end to this because the power is, is moving. It's, it's, it started. The Holy Spirit is moving throughout the country and there is no end of this until he gets back. Now that's what I felt in my spirit. Now I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not prophesying. That's, I'm not doing that, but I'm telling you what I, I felt in my spirit, what I felt that the Holy Spirit spoke to me, that this message is not over because it continues. It continues. Seek him, desire him, seek him some more, seek him some more until you get the power from on high that you need in our lives. Just think if everybody in both our churches, the whole church body, receive the power and we bring all that power together in, in one engine to power the boat. See, we as individuals in the flesh, we're stoppable. But the power of the Spirit when he's moving in unity is not stoppable. It cannot be stopped. It will not be stopped. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to prolong this, try to try to come up with something else. I was trying to give uh, Ryan a second here to get going. And, uh, but consider these these words. Consider what the Lord shared with you today from from this from this this man that loves Jesus he's so good hallelujah Jesus Lord 
God, I thank you for who you are. I thank you that there is a power available for us, Father Lord Jesus. And that all we have to do is seek it, Father Lord. And we will receive it, Father Lord Jesus. Help us that does not have the power in our life to realize that we need it. See, there's lots of people like, well, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven. I don't need that, but I'm telling them they're wrong. They need it in their lives. Times are hard. Going to get harder. Even though there's a movement of God, there's going to be a big backlash from the enemy. And we need that power to sustain ourselves in the church. So, Father Lord, help us to understand the truth about you, Father Lord, the truth about the power and how we need it. We're going to worship for a minute. If anybody needs prayer, wants to come up and seek the power in their lives, be free. We'll we'll be uh, up here to pray for you if you need it.